Welcome to the Warner Brothers Podcast. I am Keenan, joined by my brother Kyle. As always, Kyle, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. What's up, everybody? How we doing? Good. And this week, again, we're joined by friend of the show, friend of ours as well, Andrew. Andrew, how you doing? Doing great, boys. Excited to uh, excited to do this pod, for sure. Yes. So, again, we did the Create an Album with Drake for people who haven't listened to that, pretty much we take uh, 12 songs from a chosen artist's discography. This week we're doing Kanye, and we just basically create our perfect ideal album for that artist. So that's pretty much it. It got a little, little controversy last time because Kyle thought he could add a pretty much a Kendrick track, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I kind of feel bad that. That's... One of my regrets. I have a few regrets for the Drake album, but overall, I thought it was alright. But it, it, you know, it happens. Um, you first time you do something, you're gonna have little regrets, little changes you want to do over with it. And uh, actually, before we start, what was the <coughs> biggest change you guys had? Andrew, you go first. What was the biggest change you had trying to do from Drake's album to now doing your Kanye album? I I think the biggest like difficulty like going from drake to kanye is that i feel like drake early drake and late drake fits a lot easier and cohesively together Mm -hmm. like it's it's not that crazy to put a thank me later track and like a uh more life track on the same project like they kind of have a similar sound even though he has evolved a little bit kanye's all over the place yeah because something from graduation or the college dropout sounds nothing like Yeezus or Donda. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like so like I so I think it's the this album will be a little bit more rough in that aspect just because like because I think he he's changed his sound so much. But I, I that's at least for me that was like the, the difficulty was like putting the new stuff and the really old stuff together. Okay. Yeah I I get that for sure. I had I had kind of a tough time with that, but I actually think I managed to find between the new and old songs that managed to flow together pretty decently. So I'm really, I'm really happy about this one. Kyle, There's definitely stuff that's timeless. Oh so. yeah, 100%. Kyle, how about you? I'm not sure how, what changed about the process. I think, I think I tried to go less for fit, honestly. Mm-hmm. But as I'm looking at this track list, I would say it fits pretty well or at least you know it's pretty cohesive in my eyes um it was honestly i mean as you know i just got on this call y'all been on this call for about 30 minutes i just got on this call about five to eight minutes ago because i was you know have my own little kanye dilemma and putting this album together like i think we were gonna do this originally about two weeks ago and then andrew went on vacation and such and i had 10 out of 12 tracks and I like pretty much knew the last two I wanted, and I don't even think those two that I originally wanted even made this this pair. I literally went back and forth. Matter of fact, I took a nap when I got home from work earlier. Set my alarm for about six o'clock. Was like, word, I have about two hours to bang this out. Fell asleep an extra hour and a half on my peaceful shit. So I woke up about seven thirty and was scrambling to put these last two songs together. <laughs> <laughs> It was difficult. I literally listened to, you know, the same six to eight tracks, I don't know, about eight times in that short, about an hour interval. 
but I think I got it. I bet I will have some regrets, just like I did with Drake's, even though overall, like I said, I like Drake's album. But I'm interested to hear yours, both of y'all's. Um, yeah, I'm just interested to hear it. And I'm eager to see what you guys think of mine, too. So I can't wait to get started. Yeah, okay. And without further ado, so last time Kyle started it, Andrew, do you want to start it this time or do you want me to start it this time? Loki, I want I want you to start. <laughs> you want me to start? Okay. Yeah, if that's cool. Uh, no, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, I've been ready. So I got, I kind of stole a little bit from Kyle. I got a deluxe edition. I got added songs to, so I have two albums. The first, I'm going to go through the first one and then I'll name the deluxe one and then I'll go through the last six songs that I have. Do, do we have covers and, and names? Like oh, yeah. Song? Yeah. I've got a cover and a name. Perfect. Perfect. So it is with a cover and name first. So yeah. the cover. So the uh, oh yeah for sure. So I got two different covers for the deluxe and for the regular. I'm just gonna obviously go through the twelve song album. So I got a picture of the bear, the classic, obviously the uh, Kanye bear, wearing a little suit and tie, hat with a heart on its left side, like right over its actual heart. And then so that's the picture. You'll see it in the. I'll send you guys a picture of it afterwards. Actually, I can just send it. I'll send it to you guys now just so you can see it. And then the name of the album is Pablo's Beautiful Late College Graduation. <laughs> Love it. Similar to the Drake. Album yeah, I title. like to, like, I don't have, I don't just have, like, ones that come to my head. So I normally kind of try to make it flow between titles of the album. So you kind of get, so you kind of know what's already coming on this a little bit. So first song, first song. Intro. The intro to this, <clears throat> intro to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Dark Fantasy. Look like a fat booty Celine Dion, sex is on fire, I'm the king of Leona Lewis, beyond the truth. As what I started this Ooh. off with, I had a couple songs that I wanted to go with here. Originally, I had a different song that's going to show up later. Uh, kicking this off, but this one I went with Dark Fantasy. Plan was to drink until the pain over, but what's worse, the pain or the hangover? Like, I love I love Nikki in the beginning on this. I I th- this is like prime Nikki to me. This like 2010 to like 2000 like 12 13 Nikki. Pretty absolutely. Her, so, her first album is her like Pink Pink Tape or whatever. Uh, it is. Yeah, Pink, Pink Friday. Friday. Pink, Pink Friday. Friday. Beautiful. I mean, I was that that has some classics on it but nikki arguably got more popular over time but she was never hotter than that first year and a half when she came out oh well, definitely she definitely has like she definitely has more of a core fan base now her barbies and she's definitely probably a little bit more of a recognizable name but like as a as just music music comes out nikki was fire on everything or hello good morning uh verse uh obviously a verse on this out on a my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I won't say just because I'm not sure if you guys have it or not. So we'll wait. Monster. Yeah, the monster. We don't know if you guys have it or not. So all I gotta say about that verse is she got. I mean, it's Kanye's album. She ate up Kanye, Jay Z, and Rick and Ross. Rick Ross <laughs> verse, but she got all those legends. She owned that song. Like she went crazy on it. So Arguably the you, best verse on the entire album. You could put it in that argument. Did you guys see that clip of like Amber Rose? talking about that no i did oh, not. Actually, 
Yeah, it was like it circulated probably like a month ago, but Amber Rose was talking about how like she was the one that got Nikki in the studio with Kanye and then she laid down the that monster verse and Kanye was like, Oh, okay, yeah, we're putting this on the album. It was it, it, it's like it's a pretty good clip. All right, you should check it out. But it was like pretty interesting. That's that's dope. That is That is super, super dope. All right, shout out Amber Rose for that. That's an all time great verse. And so second, uh, then the Dark Fantasy goes right into my favorite Kanye song of all time, Flashing Lights. Like a flight with no visa, first class with the seat back, I still see ya in my pants. You on the other side of the glass of my memories museum. I'm just saying, hey, Mona Lisa, come home. You mm. know you can't I, I absolutely love Flashing Lights. Uh... There's not much I really need to say about this song. It's not it's not lyrically crazy. It's not anything. It's just the vibe of the song. I absolutely love Flashing Lights. Hey Mona Lisa, come home. You know you can't roam without Caesar. It so, sounds rich. Oh, it does. It 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 fits gra- the title graduation so much. Like it's like, it just like just strings on it. Like you really feel like graduation feels like one of those like triumph albums. Just because, like, obviously, it feels like a graduation. Like, you're just excited, happy. Like, there's just a bunch of thing, a bunch of songs on that album. That's my favorite Kanye album. I've heard "Flashing Lights" live is like a religious experience. <sighs> I I can imagine. Uh, have you seen the video for this? For Fox yeah, well, there's, there's three videos for it. I did not know that. I know the one with the the dude in the back of the truck with the chick with the big tits and the shovel. Yeah, that's that's the most popular one. That's the one I used to see on like MTV all the time back. Yeah, then. that's the one that I know. Yup. Yeah. Same here. There's two other ones. I want to say one of them's possibly cartoon, but I could be wrong about that. But there's three versions, I believe. Yes. Okay. I think so. We'll have to. I'll have to look into that because I did not know that. Um, so then that's number two. Then number three, we come with All Falls Down. I'll just stay down her and do it because that's enough money to buy her a few pairs of new ears because her baby daddy don't really care. She's so precious with the peer pressure. Couldn't afford a car, so she made her daughter a legacy. Yeah, it's so long that it looked like we... Can't go wrong. That's a classic. Another another Kanye classic off of College Dropout. Uh, this... Kanye's crate like that college dropout came out. I looked up the dates for all of these. February tenth of oh mm-hmm. four. So between February tenth of oh four and then Donda came out uh the 29th of August twenty twenty one. Like mm-hmm. he's been doing this for I mean obviously and he was obviously producing and doing things before that, but like from his first studio major studio album to his last one, it's been seventeen years. And he still has hits. He still has classics. He still has all of that. It's crazy to think that he's been over almost. He's been in the game two decades, and he's still making beautiful music. Still right on top. Still, still as big of a star as he was seventeen years ago. For sure. For sure. And then, so we go from all falls down. We go into we major. Look, I used to cook before I had the game took. Either way, my change came like Sam Cook. I the choices. Uh, late registration. There was a few songs that I wanted to add from late registration, and We Major ended up coming out as one of the ones that I have. 
And if I have another one, we'll see. But Wii Major comes in there. I love Nas's verse. The hook's great. Uh, the entire song. I, I like the entire song. It was honestly between. Actually, I can just say it now because it's fine. It was between Wii Major and Crack Music. I didn't know. Like at first, like if we would have done this two and a half weeks ago, Crack Music would have been over Wii Major, and then right. I ended up. And then it, like, things just ended up switching. I, I got to do my research for this album. Late registration it's is fine. gaining on me. I think I talked about this before, actually, but it, it's gaining on me. It's not one that I ever disliked, but it was one of the Kanye albums I listened to the least, even including something like Life of Pablo, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've actually, yeah, I would say within the last month, I've listened to various tracks off Late Registration much more. And I've always liked the album. It's always a good album, but I'd forgotten how great the album was. No, like it's wow, because College Dropout came out and it was so just like it just like hit everybody in the face. That second one, like honestly, you can make an argument it's better than College Dropout in my personal opinion. I think if you just go song for song, songs like obviously Roses, you have Diamonds, you have We Major, Crack Music, Touch the Sky. Like there's so many songs on Late Registration that are just beautiful. Yeah, so. he three he repeated. One thing I just want to say about Late Registration, it's 21 tracks and uh College Dropout, that's also 20 plus tracks I believe. Mm-hmm. College Dropout kind of feels long when you listen to it would be my only criticism of College Dropout. Late Registration for 21 tracks, it feels like a 15 track album, which mm-hmm. is basically is because there's so many skits but the skits are in and out yeah it's not too long um unlike i don't want to speak too much here because i want to get you back to your tracks but unlike the album that comes after it graduation and the one before it they don't have that silly song on it like drunken hot girls uh what is it workout plan workout yeah. plan yeah um Andrew, do how do you feel about Drunken Hot Girls? I know how Kyle feels about it, but I'm interested to know how you feel about it. Honestly, bro, I don't really have much of an opinion on it. I don't really care for the song. I never listen to it. I like skip it. It's a skip for me on no, on it, it, That's exactly how it is for me. Like I honestly I can't tell you the last time I listened to it. It's probably been five years. Drunken and it's, Hot Girls. It's, it's the only it's, song I skip. Only one. Yeah, dude, it's the only song I really skip, honestly. And I I, maybe I need to come back to it. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. It's, I've never been a fan of that song. It's not good. Um, it, it goes, good morning, champion, stronger, I wonder, good life, can't tell me nothing. You don't have yeah. to skip anything there. Barry Bonds featuring Lil Wayne. I, that song's grown on me a little bit over the years. Then Drunken Hot Girls, and then it follows my favorite song, Flashing Lights, then Everything I Am, The Glory, Homecoming, Big Brother, and then Good Night. Like, it just if you just take the song off like why do you need it doesn't need to be there it just doesn't need to be there i I do think the first part of that album is a lot stronger than the second half though i can agree i that first six is tough i'll say this also about graduation couple things like you guys said that's a skip drunken hot girls right Mm -hmm. i will say i hate the song less like obviously it has there's no business being on the album it just doesn't fit right it doesn't the song itself isn't as bad with without that context. Like if you just take the song by itself, it's just a whatever song. Like it's a five or six out of ten. Yeah. Not a terrible. But yeah, on the album, I don't know why he didn't just put something else on there and uh and rock with it. I also want to say whenever I hear like any like revisions of this album, I'll hear 
you'll hear about Drunken Hot Girls. You'll hear about, you know, the popular ones because he's got some pretty mainstream hits on there, obviously. Stronger, yeah. The one song I never hear that I always enjoy on all my re-listens, The Glory. I like that song and I never hear anybody say a single peep about it. Like, I've never had one conversation about that song. And I don't understand why, because no. it's a, a great song. I really like that song, too. I, I I really like that song, and then one of my favorites on this is Everything I Am. I I, I love Everything I Am as well. But Incredible. This whole album's incredible. It is, other than Drunk and Hot Girls. But getting back to <laughs> my incredible album. <laughs> um, <laughs> what you should have called it. Narcissistic, my incredible album. Um, the song that's, that I'm going to guarantee... Kanye would call an album anyway. It, honestly, I miss the old Kanye. Um, uh, the song that I'm going to guarantee you would have never thought that I would have on it is Believe What I Say is number five. Play something that is very, very vibe worthy. I don't want my mind alerting. People saying tweeting gonna make you die early. How about have my heart hurting? Hold it on the side. That can make you die early. Gonna get your best attorney. Oh, from Donda. Uh-huh. Lauren Hill what? I said that's definitely unexpected. Yeah, Lauren Hill sample. I that song is that song has just ke- has kept growing on me and growing on me. I I love that song. Which is I was surprising. I would have the first time I went through this and created it, I didn't even really look at Donda cuz I didn't think I was going to even have anything cuz I like the album, I don't love it. And then I went through again and I was like, "Oh, okay." Okay. And then I realized that actually that shouldn't that would make it. Uh, next is Paranoid. I like Par- I love Paranoid. It's my favorite song off of 808. Likewise. So, so I I love Paranoid. Then and pa- the guy on in the video too, so Yeah. Fond memory. That's always a win. <laughs> Never a loss with her. And then next we go into uh at seven, we go into good life. Interesting. So I I'm gonna say I the album the album that I like to always put together, I like it to flow together. If you were to, if you listen to these, I made sure if you listen to these like for the end of the songs into the beginning of the next song, everything pretty much flows into the next one. Especially my last three tracks when we get to them, but everything flows together. So, shout out T-Pain. I love that song. This is when T-Pain was on top of the world. He had a T-Pain and Kanye collab, which was going to instantly be a hit, of course. Ne- what, what about this song do you like the most? Like, Because I would say this is, not that it's a bad thing at all, but like like we kind of mentioned a little bit ago, Stronger and Good Life especially, and maybe I'd throw I Wonder a Champion in there, but, you know, it's, it's pretty pop. Like, even though it's hip-hop and Kanye's rapping on this, like, it's pretty, so what? What attracts you to it? Because I do. I love this song itself, but I feel like it's one of those songs I've heard a million times, and the, um, it doesn't have a lore to me. You this know? one, this one has, and it's not just on here because of that. This one has sentimental value to it because this is one of this is probably my favorite song in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Like exactly. I, I love this song back then, and hearing it, 
and like listening to it today, it doesn't feel old to me. Like, sure. like uh, started from the bottom like was big then. If I listen to started from the bottom now, I don't really care for it because it just got overplayed and whatever. Stronger is like that to me. I like Stronger oh. and it's a good song and it's at the time it was a great song. It just it got overplayed to me. Good Life. I don't know. It just stood the test of time of not feeling like one of those pop song, like kind of poppy, like trendy songs that actually didn't. So I just like the vibe of it. I like T Pain on the hook is perfect. I just like the entire song. I just got a good it, vibe. it's got a good vibe and it's a good time. So that's why Good Life is there for me. I agree. And then Eight is so appalled. This is one of what? Posse cut, like group yeah. cut. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is one of my favorite Jay Z verses ever. I love. I absolutely. Well, would be underpaid or overrated? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Uh, I lost 30 mil, so I spent another 30 because unlike Hammer, 30 million can't hurt me is a f- absolutely fine. <laughs> the you idea- know, Sci High snaps on this. Oh, I am so outrageous. I wear my spride on my sleeve like a bracelet. Uh, everyone does. Kanye, Put- Pusha, like everybody just is like, it's like they heard their each other's verses. They're like, okay, well, let me just make sure I am, let me just make sure I really, I don't want to get killed on a track here and everybody and just fired. you got Riz on the end <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that kind champagne wishes and 30 white bitches <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> but it's hard it's so hard it is I was saying play that J verse oh for sure I'm I'll oh my goodness gracious I, I, I absolutely love this music. See yourself become a villain. Went from the favorite to the most hated. Would you rather be underpaid or overrated? More victories is for minor league coaches. And yeah, already told you we major you cockroaches. Show me where the boats is. Ferrari test the roasters. The hammer went broke, so you know I'm more focused. I lost 30 mil, so I spent another 30. Cause unlike hammer, 30 million can't hurt me. Fucking insane. The fuck am I saying? I love that only am I so much. Oh, it literally is one of my favorite JV verses of all time. And so I go in from, and then so So Appalled 8. So then I go in from rapping and I stay rapping into Can't Tell Me Nothing, which is just. La, la, yeah. la, la, wait till I get my money right. Oh. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. I feel like it's a Kanye West anthem. I don't know. I can't tell me nothing. I feel like it's just a perfect song. It's arguably my favorite Kanye song. <laughs> I, <laughs> Not but that I mean, song, every time I hear it, it's like the first time I hear it. Honestly, I love that shit. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. I told God I'll be back in a second. Uh, it's just the song is perfect. Like, the thing with Drake, I have a lot of Drake songs that like are sentimental to me that are great. And then Drake has a few, and Drake has like some truly great songs, obviously. But like with Kanye, I think why it's so hard is because Kanye has like true masterpieces of songs. Like, Mm -hmm. like these, like, Can't Tell Me Nothing is a masterpiece of a song to me. I think Flashing Lights is a masterpiece in its own way. Like, they're just perfect in what he does. All Falls Down is a masterpiece. Like, 
with Drake, I think it was easier for me because I had the songs that just like stuck with me forever. And I listened to Drake for like certain reasons. Kanye West, like you can listen to Kanye specifically for production. You could listen to him specifically for just everything. So with him, it's hard just because he has such masterpieces. And then it's for the next one. Uh, so number 10 is what I feel. I love the production of the song is Waves. Waves don't die. Let me grasp for the moment. I don't need to own No lie. Waves don't die, baby. From Life of Pablo. Wow, that's a, a random one. I can't lie. Yeah. yeah I was, didn't expect that. I was, uh, a couple of them you didn't expect. I absolutely love Waves. I love Kid Cudi on it. I love Chris Brown on it. I, the last couple songs, I went with more of a production. Like, I kind of wanted to show a little bit of everything with Kanye. So, I have him just, uh, vibe songs. I have some, uh, samples, obviously, because obviously he's a king of samples. I have a lot of production from him. So, these last ones kind of go into production. Okay. So, can't tell me nothing goes into waves. Then Waves, this one's probably going to be random to you guys too. Waves goes into Blood on the Leaves. I absolutely love Blood on the Leaves. And also, Kanye, low-key, I love his verse on the song. Like his verse is actually like his verse actually is like a good rap verse along with the fact that the production is just beautiful on it. It's a nine out of ten for me. Yeah, I, I, Blood on the Leaves is great. As I said, Yeezus this hit or miss for me on like certain parts of Yeezus, but Blood on the Leaves was definitely one of his hits. Mm-hmm. And then so that's eleven, and then twelve goes into Runaway. See, I could have me a good girl and still be addicted to them hood rats. And I just blame everything on you. At least you know that's what I'm good at. And then Runaway is how I end this. It's a perfect, it's a perfect way to end an album, honestly. Yeah, Runaway I... album closer. It's long. Got two, it's well, more than two great verses. But, you know, Kanye does his thing and Push does his thing on it. So... That's a great album closure. I like that. So, how do, um, Andrew, how do you feel about Pusha T's verse on that song? It's like a top three Pusha verse. Kyle, you? Um, It's an incredible verse. He just fits. Like, I think... I think Push on this... And I believe, if, I'm, if I remember correctly, this and Devil in a New Dress are like back-to-back, right? I think Devil in a New Dress is eight, and this yep. is track. Oh, 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 my God. The... His, let me just read off this track list real quick and then you go dark fantasy gorgeous power the all of the lights interlude but all of the lights monster so appalled devil in a new dress runaway that's a tough not that's damn. you can't you really can't beat that monster so appalled devil in a new dress runaway as a four <laughs> i'm not sure you can find a better four on an album in a row that's tough go on kyle i, I kind of mentioned earlier and I'll get into it again, like how flashing laser sounds rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've mentioned before, and I've definitely said this to you, Keenan, my favorite thing about my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is nothing sounds like it. Like that album sounds like fucking a billion dollars. And these, those two tracks specifically back to back devil in a new dress and runaway 
sound like two of the most expensive songs ever made. Yes. And got two rappers who rap great on, you know, lavish sounding beats. Rick Ross is the king of that. Rick Ross. Oh, yeah. Rick Ross and Jay-Z and then probably Push. Those three are the top three for lavish sounding beats. Mm-hmm. And he got a back to back. And yeah, no, Push. Push is short and sweet on that song. He fucking kills it. Ichabod Crane with that motherfucking top off. Split and go wear back to wearing knockoffs. Like he just nah, he works that phone right there. Like that's nuts. I almost I mean I'll say it right now. It's it didn't make my cut, but that verse alone almost made it go on mine. I think the song's too lengthy. Uh and it's probably There's a radio bed. Is that the first song y'all think of when y'all think of my beautiful target twisted fantasy? Like just think of, even if it's not your favorite, because that's the first song I think of when I think of that album. I, I think of power. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I agree. I uh, Runaway, Power, and uh, Dark Fantasy. Those are the three. I don't know why. I just like I love the intro to the song so much. So like those are the three that I think of in my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Um. So yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So here here is where I I come in with the uh, thing I had to say. So uh, complex rates that verse uh, number three. Uh, Rap genius has that as number five for pushes T's versus best of all time. I think he should have had someone else on the song. Oh, I don't. I don't know what to say to that, but go ahead. Keep going. Let's, uh, yeah, who, who's your pick? <laughs> so in here... Gotta have something to replace. Oh, no, no. Trust me. I have everything. I don't think... I like his verse on the song, but for what... Like, the song is Runaway. The song... Like, if you think about, obviously, the time this album came out. So this album came out... I can't remember exactly how long after the VMAs happened, but obviously he had the VMAs that happened, obviously... Taylor, um, you know, Beyonce had one of the best music videos of all time. That cla- obviously infamous moment. So, yep. like this album, obviously it sounds like nothing else, but throughout the album, you can kind of see Kanye West battle with fame, and you could see how like being in the public eye and kind of how he battles with that throughout the album. Obviously, he's not just like a concept album. He has a lot of everything on this, but that's one of the things that he tackles in this album. I. I think that Pusha T's verse, I like Pusha T's verse a lot. I think his verse is really, really good. I don't like I don't think it's a bad verse at all. I don't personally love it on this song, and I think Eminem should have been on the song. And you know, Kyle, I am not a huge Eminem fan. Why I say Eminem, this recovery came out about four or five months before this came out. I think recovery Eminem, especially talking about being in the public eye and all that stuff that I had just mentioned, I don't think he could have found a better version of verse. And I think that Eminem would have absolutely maybe had one of his best verses ever on it. That is my opinion. I, if you guys think it's controversial, I don't know, but that's where I stand. Yo, Kate, was this your hot take that you uh, hit the group chat about? This is it. I didn't know it. I see. Here's the thing. I told you I didn't know if this was a hot take, a cold take, or what. I just had an opinion that when I looked up and people were like, yeah, this is like a top three verse. And Andrew just said a top three verse. So I basically just said a top three pusher verse of all time should not be on the song. And we know how good of a rapper he is. I got to say, man. Um, I mean, I kind of just said, like, what? Push, Jay. Kanye, obviously, because he makes lavish beats and Rick Ross. So those were really the only ones I could see replace and push on this song. Maybe a few others if I really put my mind to it, right? But 
but Eminem on on Runaway, a real. I don't know if you call it soulful. It's kind of soulful, but it's 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 definitely lavish sounding. Listen, Keenan, we did our uh, we did a big three podcast recently, our last one. Uh-huh. Uh, you said you said Manu, Tim, and Tony Parker better big three than KG, Ray Allen. In Paul a team con- in a team concept, yes. I didn't think. Well, I took the two thousand seven Spurs big three over the two thousand eight. Boston Celtics big three. I don't think that individually they're instantly better, but go on. I thought that was one of the more insane things you've ever said. But <laughs> I let it rock. I let it rock. This is the most insane thing you've ever said in any context ever. <laughs> like I don't know, and I'm not shitting on it, but no, it's fun. I li- I literally can't picture it. I can't picture it at all. What well, I mean, Eminem would come in speed rapping. I don't think he would have though. Because I, I don't like if you look at like he wasn't speed rapping like that on recovery. Yes he, and no. Yes and no. I mean he was he wasn't not the way he is now. No, 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 he's not. No, like he but was, he like he had like I don't think I think like his flow if you go through recovery, I because I listened to recovery. Like if you go through his flows on recovery, I don't think like talking to myself, he's not speed rapping. Um not afraid their verse like his last verse he's not like speed rapping i hate i don't like the song at all but on love the way you lie he's not speed rapping. i'm just saying like throughout the on fire um he's not speed rapping like that i think no i think that he could have i really think that he could have absolutely killed it and i think that for what i was saying as um where what the song was and how the song fit i thought that he could I, and I want to hear your response to this. What you got, Andrew? All right. So initially, I would agree, I would have agreed with Kyle. I think that's like kind of ludicrous and wild. And I think it's an extremely, extremely hot take. <laughs> then you kind of describe the era that Eminem was in. And I literally was tr- just trying to put it together in my head, like thinking what he kind of would sound like on it. And it's maybe not as off as you think. But I still think I, I really, I, I kind of want to sit on it and like think about it more. But I, I think that Pusha T verse is too good to even like really consider anybody else. And I, I like your theory of where Eminem was at the time with recovery, his style, like his, you know, dealing with the the limelight and you know all the issues he was going through, kind of similar to Kanye. Like it, it fits like in the era. But I don't know, dude. Like I don't. I feel like people pick on Eminem because of his beat selection. So mm-hmm. he would snap on Runaway just because it's kind of like it's not really his zone. So I, I don't know. I, it could kind of go either way, but I, I think it's a crazy take, to be honest. No, that's I fine. Mean, and that's fine. I, I knew saying it wasn't going to be. I The more I thought about it, I was like, this is, may not be a popular take, but I, I believe it. I stick by I would, it, and I explain exactly why I feel I do. I would have guessed you would have like said like I don't know thirty other rappers before you landed on Eminem. I cannot. And I'm trying to picture Eminem like I'm trying to picture what the closest beat to this he's ever been on. I can't even like think of one honestly. Like, see, and here's what and here's what happened. I was listening to some of Recovery like songs, and these aren't songs that are similar to the beat selection. Like I was listening to songs like Going Through Changes where he's talking about things like that. I was talking, um, and then You're I. Talking- re- Subject matter. 
Yeah, subject matter is what I'm talking about. And I think subject matter, he definitely could have fit in, like, as you're talking with speed rap, I don't think he would have speed rap on this. And then I also listened to Renegade, which is not the same kind of beat, but then I also was thinking to myself, too, like, because I was, because I was listening to this Pusha T verse, and I really was like, I love this verse, but I feel like for what Kanye's talking about subject matter wise, this, it could have been something else, someone else. And then I thought about Eminem and then I remembered exactly the time that this came out. It was like three, like three, four months after, I mean, recovery came out a few months before. So it was like, I I don't know. I just feel like it could be a perfect marriage. Apparently it's a hot take. So I wasn't lying in the group chat. That was a hot take. <laughs> breaking news. I was going to say this because y'all were talking about like travel and stuff before. There's a chance I come to Clearwater for Labor Day weekend. There's a chance. If I do, Keenan, we're immediately getting you drug tested. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're immediately getting you checked. We're getting your head checked something. We're getting, we're getting you checked out one way or another because <laughs> you're telling me you're replacing Pusha T on Runaway with Eminem. That's insane. And uh, and Kyle, I, I you know, and you know, from. and you know I as well as from. I know, I'm not like a huge Eminem fan. So this isn't like a fandom thing of me talking. This is really me sitting down and objectively thinking about this. This is not like a oh my god, I love him because he'd be best on everything. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to picture it, but uh, but man, I don't know. Okay. I, I could I could go on all day about this, really. But uh, okay. <laughs> Hit this with your deluxe, and then I want to hear Andrew Franklin's album because this is as quiet as I've heard Andrew Franklin in any of our podcasts, and he's a huge Kanye and guy. And he's so the I'm, biggest Kanye fan out of all of us. Which it. makes me wonder what his album sounds like for him to be that quiet. So. <laughs> half of it, half of it's me eating, but I, I have been <laughs> a little a little bit reserved. But um Keenan, just run through your Yeah, your I'm gonna run it album. through quick. Yeah, and then do your deluxe real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna run yeah, so so the regular album here is Pablo's Beautiful Late College Graduation. Then I got number one, Dark Fantasy. Two, yep. Flashing Lights. Three, All Falls Down. Four, We Major. Five, Believe What I Say. Six, Paranoid. Seven, Good Life. Eight, So Appalled. Nine, Can't Tell Me Nothing. Ten, Waves. Eleven, Blood on the Leaves. Twelve, Runaway. That I love is- it. That that's is my album. that's my album, and then are, what's up? Go ahead. I was gonna say people are gonna be confused when they go to listen to Runway, and you got M coming on the album talking about other shit <laughs> and push. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I, that's a personal opinion. It, it's a take, and you know what? I put it out there, and I believe it. It's not just saying it just to say it. I really genuinely believe that. And I gave my reasons why. So moving on, my um. So I got Pablo's beautiful late graduation or late college graduation, the throne edition, Mm. because notice I didn't have anything from watch the throne on the 12 songs. So I have the, obviously the 12 songs that I already, already listed off 13 ultra light beam. Love that song. I think that almost was my, what I'm surprised I didn't make your cut. Honestly, it almost did, but I like dark fantasy a little more. So I didn't, I didn't feel it fit in the midst of the album. I felt like that had to be the intro personally to me because I'm the construction of the album is one of the big things for me. And I like Dark Fantasy a little bit more. I feel like it fits my 12 better. So I would have figured like Waves would have been the 
the cutoff, you know? Yeah, see, I thought like it went between Waves, Famous, and Ultralight Beam. But Ultralight mm. Beam, and then obviously, I think that's Chance the Rapper's best verse he's ever had on a song, True. regardless of mixtape, whatever. I think this is best verse ever. So that's 13. 14 is Power. Love Power. It almost made the cut, but it just, I like So Appalled a little bit more than that one. Then 15, I got No Church in the Wild. Mm. 16, I got Murder to Excellence from the Murder Capital where they murder for capital. Uh, I love, I was going to say, I love that. I have a question for you guys after I name these last two. So then 17, Famous. I really like Famous. I still feel like me and Taylor could still have sex. Why? Um, And then 18, it just felt so fitting to end with Through the Wire. Like, like, they just, the Through the Wire feels like, a closing deluxe track. It really, I love through the wire. So it just felt like that. So I'll just run through the 13 through 18 without any side talking between 13 ultra light beam, 14 power, 15, no church in the wild, 16 murder to excellence, 17 famous and 18 through the wire. <clears throat> so that's my, uh, that's the throne edition of Pablo's beautiful late gra- college graduation. And a quick question before Andrew goes on. Do you guys feel like Kanye outrapped Jay-Z on Watch the Throne? Just just a check. Yeah. <clears throat> what was that, Kyle? Like throughout the whole album? Throughout the whole album, yeah. Cause mm. I would say I would say yes personally. I think he I, it was not like it's a wash or anything like that, but I think that I think Kanye like I like him a little bit more on Gotta Have It. Uh I like him a little bit more on Murder to Excellence. Um Otis, I like him a touch more on, even though I think Jay-Z, I like Jay-Z on Otis. I like Jay-Z on all of those songs a lot. <clears throat> I would say, you know, when you put it like that, I would say Kanye's rapping his ass off on it, on Watch the Throne. Why my pants sag off? Because I'm rapping my ass off. And I would say Jay-Z, Jay-Z's doing Jay-Z, and Kanye's going toe-to-toe with him. So by default, that's a win for Kanye. You yeah. know what I mean? <clears throat> um, well, yeah, Kanye, say- Kanye heard diamonds and was like, you know what? Well, I can't let that happen again. <laughs> it's weird because I've actually never really heard that brought up. But yeah, I would say, I mean, Kanye definitely has the more fun verses on that album for sure. Yeah. I would say Otis, I, you know, I like them both, but I would say like, like all the other ones, yeah, I would say Otis and Gotta Have It, like Jay's doing his thing, which he's doing his thing on all of them, but. Yeah, Kanye spends some real shit on that album. Especially N-Words in Paris. <laughs> uh, um, one, uh, one thing I wanted to just shout out before Andrew goes on. This is a good segue into it. Andrew, remember our uh, remix that we had to Made in America? Of course. How can I forget? How can All we white fit with the Tims? I, I, I know. Uh, so, Kyle, uh, randomly at one of the uh, talent shows things that they had senior year, uh, Andrew and I wrote verses in Made in America, and we uh, sang the hook on uh, Made in America. Kind of harmonized so that, it. Is that going to make a bonus track on this? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I could, if when, if I knew where to get that uh, recording from Facebook, totally it would, but I, it can't. I have like, the recording. Oh, do you? Yeah. Can you send that to me after this? Yeah, I have it somewhere. I need to find it, but I I do have it on my computer buried. Uh, give me some time, but I will get it to you. Okay. It's like it's like 10p, but you can hear it. <laughs> I love it. That's all I 10p. care. That's all I care. All right, Andy, go into your album. Hold all on. right. Well, first off, I want to say, uh, sick album. I love I love your album. Uh, I appreciate Ken. it. Appreciate it. Uh, really liked it a lot. I so we're off real quick. 
Can I cut you off real quick? Yeah. Important question. What was your five guys order? <laughs> uh, I got a burger, a hot dog, and the Cajun fries. Okay, Cajun fries is always... It, Cajun fries are so important. much better than regular fries. Cajun fries are very important. <clears throat> that That's the most important thing. All right. Um, now that we got that squared away. <laughs> All right, now that, I, now that I'm done eating. So my album... Uh, so I have, like... A picture like it's like Keenan. I have a regular version and a deluxe version photo, um, and I might end up just going with one of them. But for right now, um, it will be going up on Apple Music like the last one Same. we did with the Drake Pod. Um, so right now, it's actually a picture I took last weekend of like the campfire I had, and the flames are going crazy. So I just have that, and for the regular version, and the album is called uh, Yeezy Does It. Oh, I like Yeezy that. Does It. Yeah. So, you know, kind of a play on uh, Easy on Easy Does It and obviously like, you know, yeah. So, so kind of funny going after Keenan's. So my intro is actually Runaway. Knock it off, Neiman's shop it off. Let's talk over my ties, waitress, top it off. Look like coaches want to fly in your Freddy loafers. You can't blame them, they ain't never seen Versace sofas. Ooh. Yeah. So the Keenan's outro on his regular album is my intro. Cause like imagine just starting with that, just the piano, like dun, dun. It is a good intro. Dun. Like yeah. I think it, I think it'd be a fantastic intro. I and think it fits us both, definitely. Yeah, no, on literally because the beginning of it is perfect for an intro of an album and the ending of it sounds like the end of an album because he's just humming and doing his thing for like the last like three minutes on it. You know yes. what I mean? So and obviously we've gone over the push T verse. Love love that. So I have Runaway as my intro. And then uh, track two, I have Off the Grid. Look, when I was in jail, I was low key. Shout out to supporters that wrote me. Full workout and go sleep. You know, I'm praying he carrying both feet. No, we got God with us. He look at me and see a God figure. We off the grid, grid, grid. This for my kid. With Playboy Cardi and Fabio Foreign. Shout out to This was like my favorite song when Donna came out. It's not now, but. I really like it, and honestly, if I would if I would change a song on this, I probably would change that. But I like it. Um, like uh, Fabio goes crazy on it. Like it's obviously his best verse, and I, honestly, I think he sounds the same on everything. But like he's like he kills that shit. And then when the first Donda event happened, when he was re- like re- um, showing off the album at, in the Mercedes Benz Dome, whatever. Like Kanye originally didn't have a verse on the song. So then when he did the second showing in Chicago at the at the Bears Stadium, um, when I first heard that the Kanye verse that's on the album, I was just like going nuts. It's like one in the morning because them things start so damn late. But I was just like, yes, yes, yes. Like he's rapping. I heard Pusha T wrote the verse. I don't know if that's true um, for his verse on Off the Grid, but uh, it's a banger. So and I, and I think those kind of flow in pretty good together. Number three. I'm done to a year later. Uh, I think I think that would be its own hour discussion. Honestly, I definitely have some thoughts, but I, I it's positive. It's positive. It's grown. It's grown. It's it's aged well. I'll say that for sure. For sure. Um. So track three, also same as Kenyon, I have flashing lights which is also my favorite Kanye song of all time. And the weather's so breezy. Man, why can't life always be this easy? She in the mirror dancing so sleazy. Oh, wow. I didn't actually know that. That's crazy. 
Yeah, it is. Um, I, it's, I feel the same exact way. But like he's just so smooth on it. The strings, dwelly with the hook. It's dude, That's like it's just like it's perfection. It's like what music is supposed to sound like. Um, the first actually, like, the first like, real rap song I ever really heard was stronger when it came out on the radio and that like just got me hooked into rap music and then obviously kanye so that was my introduction it was like my first rap album's graduation so i have a, a pretty big affection for it yeah. but flashing lights always stood out to me um <clears throat> it is my definitely my favorite song on graduation um track four i have amazing with young jeezy from 808s Um, which is my favorite song on 808s. My second favorite song is Paranoid. Um, but I really like this song a lot. And I think it... I'm the reason. Yeah, it, it's, it's fire. And I wanted something from 808s just because I think it is so influential to the game, even if it isn't my favorite Kanye album. So that, that, was, my, that was my pick from that. Uh, going into track five, I have FML with The Weeknd. Only I can mention me. life of pablo um i love this song like it's it's so sick especially when like the beat drops for like only like 40 seconds at like the second half of the song um it's so sick before it goes into like the weird me thing at the end which i like which i like in itself but um it's a dope ass song i don't know if you guys have heard the reference track for this with travis scott um yeah, you should check it out. I can I can even send it to the group chat after. So originally, like it was Kanye and Travis. So Travis was actually singing the hook, and then it ended up being the weekend. But I like I like the final version more. Um, but one of my favorite tracks off of Life of Pablo um, is like my freshman year of college. So like ton of memories with this album. You know what I mean? Like 2016, obviously, as we know, is a fantastic music year. I remember me and my roommate getting title for like the free like everyone did for like the free trial just to listen to life of pablo so it's like such a such a nostalgic moment this um, album definitely grew on me life of pablo like i didn't love it originally but yeah same is uh <laughs> and by the way you probably know this andrew this was like a a live album for kanye and by live album i mean he was he would go in and tinker with it like after the album was released like on streaming services you know what i mean yeah um, but and he had the, uh, he had like the Yeezy, I forget which show it was, like Yeezy season two or three or four or whatever, when he actually played the album at Madison Square Garden. And this was like, I think this, like Life of Pablo starts like another phase of Kanye's career when we go into modern Kanye. So yeah. at, at 2016, you know, we have, we have Life of Pablo and that's when he starts doing the tinkering. And then he obviously does it for, you know, he's messing around when he was doing the, um, uh, the Yay album and like all like the Kids See Ghosts and like all those albums, like how they came out the day late and all that shit, like not making the time and then, you know, mixing stuff for the last second and stories from everybody like, oh, he forgot my verse. We put it on like five minutes before it came out. This you really know, it did start that era. Yeah, like it started the modern and like and honestly, the pain of being a Kanye fan in the modern era, <laughs> which is like, you know, that shit's not dropping whenever he says it is. 
Absolutely. Like, there's, like a rumor, there's a rumor Donna 2's coming out next weekend. You know that shit ain't happening. Like, no, and, and it was supposed to come out, like, I'm pretty sure last weekend, and it's it's, it's not coming out. Like, we, we all know. We all know. See, I, but, I, um, you, I it say, sucks for you. Okay, you're going. You're going. Now, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just about to say, Andrew, it kind of sucks for you and a little bit for me, too, because I have, I'm a fan, like, Kendrick's my favorite album, and then, and then, obviously, it takes five years or four years for it to or five years actually for it to come out your favorite artists are like kanye and frank ocean and god knows <laughs> and god and god knows frank ocean doesn't drop once every uh, decade and then kanye west will say he's dropping 12 times so you get on the edge of your seat and then uh <laughs> so i feel bad for you it's it's tough and like i thought i thought it was a long long four years between um channel orange and the endless blonde saga so that was like four years from mm-hmm. 2012 to 2016 but obviously he hasn't dropped since 2016 and it's been six years now and i'm absolutely starving for frank ocean yeah i keep seeing like random posts of him on instagram and i'm like i'm just so he's a little active he's trying to well, show people he's a person so maybe he's coming out with something soon well maybe when he stops selling thirty thousand dollar cock rings and get back to the music <laughs> he yeah, can did drop he, like post a dick pic or some shit yeah, man, he, he like, so he has like this, this brand, now we're on a Frank Ocean tangent, but whatever, go on, <laughs> but it, he has this brand called Homer, which makes jewelry and like collabs with Prada with bags. And honestly, some of the shit is fire. Some of the shit is whack. Like Drake has a Homer piece. It was like a $10 million chain or something like that. Like they, they have like pretty cool jewelry and I have the catalog for it. And, uh, like they have like really like $100 silk handkerchiefs and shit like that. And it's it's pretty bougie stuff, but yeah, he posted like this was a couple of weeks ago. I actually I was on vacation. I was in Texas, and I was like, "Yo, look!" At, I was with my two of my boys. And I'm like, "Yo, look at Frank's story right now." And it was like a dude, like a dude's private region with it blurred out, and it was like advertising, like <laughs> literally like a fucking bejeweled cock ring. And I was like, "This is so Frank. What the hell, man? What the hell?" Oh my god! But then he'll come out with an album that's just an absolute classic, and you're like, "Well, I forgive you now." Like, yeah, and he's, right, he's, whatever. He's supposed to be headlining Coachella in 2023 after the cancellation for COVID in 2020. So I think, like, hopefully, if that does come to fruition, he'll drop coinciding with that. But I, I, you know, we can't make any assumptions or anything. So yeah, it's like it's, it's nothing that you can actually like set in stone. It's not Coachella is like Frank Ocean's home court too. So maybe. It'll either be that or a greatest hit set, one of the two. But you know he's going to come through with something there. Oh, he's definitely going to do something. So, I mean, but... uh, And now he feels like... And obviously with, like, TikTok blowing up Lost, he seems like he just played the song all over again. Now he feels like I don't even have to release a single because it's like, oh, Lost is now on the charts. Well, yeah, because all... Like Kanye, all this shit is timeless. And and what's crazy is, like, when, when Frank was first getting big, like, dude, like, he... He hadn't even dropped his album yet, and he's on Watch the Throne twice, and he's writing with Beyonce. Like, yeah, yeah, almost fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that just goes to show you, like, what kind of artist he, like, that was the beginning, and and and, you know how far he's come, where where he's, you know, where he's gone from there. But just so, just so we get back on track here. Yeah, Um, I gotta hold on. I got a few comments. I gotta say. Okay. I mean, I know we can take things every which way, but I did not expect. Eminem being on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy <laughs> and cock rings to come up in this time. <laughs> 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 a couple other comments that I wanted to say, but I wanted to let you talk to. You said your campfire album cover. Yeah. 
you of the Yay album cover, the one with the mountains, where he's like, "Ah, fuck it, I'm just gonna take a pic on my iPhone." It's Literally like, like 20 minutes before the first listening party. And uh, I have a beef with Amazing, not okay. with it being on your, not with it being on your album, just a beef with the song itself. That's a everyone knows this. That's like a slow, quiet song, right? Mm-hmm. Got. Mm. It's true to the album's name. It's got 808s in the background, but it's a real just like chill song for the most part. The NBA put that as like their theme for the playoffs, and that shit was on every fucking end or uh, basketball warm up for high schoolers the next year. It's amazing. And that, yeah, and that shit is quiet. That. It's a quiet ass song oh, just because the NBA used it. Every every fucking high school team decided, oh, we need to put this on our warm up, and it would be such a calm down from whatever song came before it, whatever. <laughs> After it, I get money. I get money. You guys can't money. It was a hot song then, so I see it. And but like honestly, I bet people just put it on there because it's not explicit. Like you could put it on every like high school warm up track because that was like Keenan. If you remember senior year when I made us a little mixtape for our coming out music, like Dinsdale was like, "If I hear one swear, it's back to like." the 1930s with our music choices for warm-ups you know what i mean yeah well we well i mean as a freshman we came out to the spice girl if you want to be my lover i was like yeah, you gotta well, be kidding me. As a, what you guys came out to the spice well Girls? i mean we didn't talk we didn't come out to it as a jv as and jv um so basically when we're warming up on the court we got like south burlington we got whoever coming on the court and they're listening to spice girls and i'm like well this is dope we look like we look like a we look like a cool collective the same way that north country girls have come out to my house by flow rider for the last seven years it was the same still using it welcome to my house like this song's so garbage Anyways, um, Andrew, get a go. Uh, unless Kyle has another comment, Andrew, you can get on with it. No, that was it. I just had to get my beef out because, yeah, had the NBA not put that on there as their playoff theme, I don't think anybody has that the next year because it was literally every fucking team had amazing somewhere on their warm up. Great song, just not a basketball warm up song. That's my only beef with it. So, hey, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, so, um, so on to track six. The last track I had was FML uh, with the weekend. Um, that was track five. So yep. for six, I have Devil in a New Dress. Great. Trinity, shout out Trinity for that song. Yeah, we kind of kind of already talked. Even about probably it. thinks Post Malone would kill that verse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle I'm t- I said that one of the greatest rappers of all time should be on uh, one of the greatest rappers of all time project when he put out one of his two best albums. I'm sorry, you're making it seem as if I said that. Yeah, no, he, Jack Harlow, should, Jack Harlow in 2010 should have been rocking on that. Keenan wants a uh, Keenan wants Bone Crusher on that. <laughs> Well, I, no, I want mystical. Shake ass. Watch yourself. <laughs> Show me what you work. All right. <laughs> um, so, Devil in New Dress, obviously, like a classic. It it might be the best song in Dark Twisted Fantasy. I don't know. It's too hard to tell. There's like it's 19 ties on it, as we know. But like, it's 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 so good. Like the beat, the sample, the Ross verse. How like Ross wrote his verse, and Kanye was like, "Yeah, you need to rewrite that." And then he came back with the verse that's on there. So like everything's just legendary. Damn. yeah yeah so like ross there was an interview like this was probably a couple years ago um he was talking about it and because like this is kind of like 
known as Ross's best verse, at least best feature. And I think it's his best verse and best feature. So like, you know, whoever was interviewing with him was like, yo, like, what's up with the the devil new dress verse? He's like, oh, yeah, you know, let me talk about that. And, you know, he's going in <laughs> and he's like, so like, yay, I know I wrote a verse and yay was like, you know, he's a perfectionist. So he's like, yo, Ross, like you went in hard and stuff, but like, I think you can go harder. Like something like that. Ross was like, all right, man, you know, I can do it. And then he blessed us with that shit that he gave us. And Kanye is doing his thing on it. It's like the most Kanye Kanye on it. He's being opulent. He's being tongue in cheek. He's being, you know, he's just, he's like, it's, 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 it's like, it's like Pete Kanye. I, I love that song. So that was not, that was a must have on this album. That was there from the start. DR home, not DR homie. Yeah, like he he just spitting. Um, and then I so I have this so I have double under dress sandwich between two Life of Pablo tracks. So next I have real friends. I get what I deserved on a word on the streets is they ain't heard from them. I guess I get what I deserved on a talk down on my name though dirt on them. Oh, that that almost made mine. Underrated. This is probably my favorite song on Saint Pablo. Uh, or Life of Pablo, rather. Um, so, like, it's so good. Uh, Kanye's so like, introspective on it. And just, like, that's the shit that you go through when you're famous. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, people be just liking you for, you know, what you got, your fame, your, your you know, your cool factor. You're the it thing. You know, you're the big whatever. Like, they'll turn your back on you. They'll stab you in the back. They'll use you. Like, it really it be like that. And obviously, like, Ty Dolla Sign's got a golden voice, and he's awesome on it. So... I uh, I love that song a ton. So that's my. Uh, I'll make some great music together. Low oh, key. fantastic, fantastic. So ties Ty, on that. He's doing his thing. Um, so that's track seven. Uh, track eight. I have uh, "Hold My Liquor" from Jesus. Uh, with Chief Keef and uh, JV from um, Justin Vernon from um, Bon Iver. I always really like this song. Um, it's one of my favorite songs. It's probably between this and Blood on the Leaves and I'm In It for Yeezus. Those are kind of like the three tracks that I, I really like. Um, so uh, that that's, that's what uh, came in for eight. And then I do a little kind of like, so I haven't had a ton throwback other than flashing lights this is kind of like um 2010 like post 2010 on the album and i take it back with diamonds from sierra leone remix with jay-z from late registration which is one of my you know, you know, top Kanye songs from all time always will be. Love the sample, like from that James Bond uh, d- song, Diamonds Are Forever. This one, the remix is dope because it has the extended intro where you get like the full hook of like the sample. And, and like, I love a remix where the, or, like the original version, like some remixes, you have a feature and it's like the original artist has the same verse from the first song on it. But, like, it's that verse. 
Yes, exactly. But Kanye does a new verse on this, and then Jay Z absolutely kills this shit. Like he's so fire on it. Like I, I just love. I like. I always love the song. It's I'm not my a favorite. business man. I'm a business man. Yeah, like dude, that shit is so quotable. They're just like, it's such a good collaboration. It's my favorite song on Late Registration. Probably like, the first lavish Kanye beat too. Oh, uh, I don't know, but is Jesus walks not really lavish to you. Uh, I mean, the wave diamonds from Sierra, Sierra Leona is to me. Yeah, I, I, I might. I want to. I want to like come back to that maybe, but I, I could maybe agree. It's definitely the first. I'd have to like think about it, like the track listing of everything, and obviously it's his second album. But um, so so diamonds from Sierra Leone remix um, is number nine. Number ten, sharing with Keenan, I have through the wire because you gotta have through the wire because that's just a classic. That was like Kanye's like first single. In the same hospital with Biggie Smalls died. The doctor said I had blood clots, but I ain't Jamaican man. Story on MTV and I ain't trying to make a band. I swear this right here, history in the making, man. Um, you know, it's just like it's so legendary. Obviously, the story behind it with him getting the car car accident and his mouth wired shut, and obviously like on the Kanye doc, like. That, that video of him playing in front of Pharrell for the first time is, like, so crazy. Like, it's so sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, love that song. Like, <clears throat> love the sampling. It's just classic shit. Um, track 11, I have Violent Crimes. Precautious, father, forgive me. I'm scared of the karma. Because now I see women as something to nurture. Not something to conquer. I hope she like Nikki. I'll make her a monster. Damn. From, from Yay. And, like, that is just, like, it's such a good song. I'm pretty sure Partisan Fontaine wrote the verse, but, like, Kanye is, like, just so so introspective about having daughters and just, like, how it's changed his perception on women. And, obviously, we know his, you know, relationship with with females. He's not too good at that shit. But, uh, <laughs> Wait, what song did you say again? Sorry. Uh, Violent Crimes. Violent Crimes. Thank you. It's, like, Dej Loaf, Ty Dolla Sign. Someone else, I think, is vocals on it, too. I did not expect uh, Donda or Ye to be on here really at all, but not, not necessarily this much either. So that's crazy. What's your opinion on Ye too? I want to hear that because that's one of Kanye's most panned projects, but I feel like it's in general good music, you know, just not maybe up to Kanye's usual standards, but I think it's good music. I don't think it's a bad album necessarily. This doesn't really hold up to the rest of his discography. I, I think we'll we'll look back in ten years and say Donda is just as good as any of his other projects. Personally, honestly, I, what about I, Ye though? Oh, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Ye, it, Ye's tough because it's so short. It's seven. It's seven tracks. It's like, but there's there's heat on there, dude. Like that's what I'm saying. It's 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 good. It's heat, but it's it, not necessarily the rest of Kanye's discography. But I feel like people were way too harsh on it at first. I agree. I agree, but. It's anomaly. It's it's really hard to rank it. I think, but dude, I don't know. It's like it's almost like an unanswerable question. I almost like don't have an answer for you because I obviously I picked a song on here good enough to make it on a twelve song album, but it's you know it's not not my favorite either. And like I didn't, I didn't even think I was gonna have a track from yet, but this just happened to come on um, on shuffle like the past couple of days, and I was like, you know what, that song is like really damn good. And I and I misspoke. It's not Dejah Loaf. It's O Seven O Shake who had a fantastic album this year that dropped she's, uh, she's one dope. of the best albums of the year dude she's crazy she got a song with i think it's is it stg possibly i think it's either him or yachty i don't know but she's got some dope shit yeah she's got her own sound but she's got some good hip-hop adjacent shit you know 
Have you guys heard her album that dropped this year? I have not. I've heard some of it. It's called it. it. It's called You Can't Kill Me, and bro, like it has some of the best production I've ever heard on any album ever. There's definitely like if it's not Mike Dean, it's a Mike Dean clone. It probably is Mike Dean because she's still under good music, but like it's so it's so good. Um, please, I definitely recommend everyone. Um, it's You Can't Kill Me with Seven O Shake to listen to that front to back. It's absolute fire. It's just absolute flames. Actually, the songs lose my cool with NLE Choppa, not. Oh, dude, that song is dope. That's the song you're thinking of. I love that song. The first time I actually heard 070 Shake was actually on a fab mixtape. Really? It was on the track, yeah. This was, this. I think it was Summertime Shootout 2, so that might have been like 2018, maybe. And then right after that's when I saw all, all the Kanye shit. Shouts to Fab. But, uh, yeah, no, that's a... Ye's such a weird album, because he does... He, he's got tracks on there, and I think they're mostly all group cuts, if I remember right. Yeah, they're all they're all pretty feature heavy except for the intro, which is uh, "I Thought About Killing You," which is a weird song. But I think my favorite track on that album is probably "No Mistake." Him and Charlie Wilson, and maybe I think "Party" might be on that too. "Party's" on a few. Tracks. Yes, yeah, "Party's" on two tracks of it. I actually yeah. have the Yay vinyl, but mm, that's random. Yeah, kind of random, but uh, yeah, I didn't think I was gonna end up with a with a Yay track on here, but here we are. So, "Violent Crimes" number eleven. And then closing 12 as Life of Pablo close, I have St. Pablo with Sampha. Control, I'm just not in a control. I know I'm the most influential. That time cover was just confirmation. This generation's closest thing to Einstein. So don't worry about me, I'm fine. Um, to close out the album, it's like a really good ending. Like it's, that, that was like, and this is back to the live album. This was Kanye adding to life of pablo after it came out like obviously like, this song was around um but he added it to the album as like the outro i believe it's like the 20th song on there um 2021 something like that um it's just it's like it was like kanye is not crazy like he knows like he knows he's kanye crazy but like he's still with it like he's talking about like if i'm up way too much i'm mad at such you know what i mean like he it's like it's it was not, it felt like a grounded kanye song in the midst of him starting to be like crazy crazy kanye you know what i'm saying so i i love it, when it came out like where where he was at and all that shit so like um i love that song a ton sampha obviously kills that shit so i will run back my album for the 12 um so track one the intro i have run away um track two off the grid track three flashing lights track four amazing track five fml track six devil in a new dress track seven real friends eight Hold My Liquor, 9, Diamonds from Sierra Leone Remix, 10, Through the Wire, 11, Violent Crimes, and 12, St. Pablo. Okay. Um, and then your, I'll... So I, your album really feels... Your album... Like, my album feels a little bit more... I'm not going to say mainstream, but definitely songs that, like, the general masses knows a little bit more because they're a little mm -hmm. bit more popular. Yours feels exactly how I would expect it to feel because yours really feels like a Kanye loving album, which I love. Which Did, I absolutely were you love. were you surprised by anything on there? Like, um, I wasn't expecting violent crimes. I uh, FML. I wasn't like initially expecting, but then when I thought about it, and I know you, that's what uh, that's one. Hold my yeah. liquor. I wasn't expecting as well. Those those three were the kind of ones. I think I was surprised by, like you said, it was a lot of post twenty. 12 Kanye um 
it's it's a lot of late career Kanye, but a lot also a lot of deep cuts for Kanye. They're not necessarily like the most popular late Kanye songs. They're all they're all kind of deep cuts, and I like that. Uh, a lot of life of Pablo, which is a dope album. Again, it continues to be underrated. I think. Honestly. Yeah. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. Peak LA Kanye too, by the way. Oh, definitely. Um, and then I have a couple songs for the deluxe version. Yeah, so today, what? So Violent Crimes actually replaced the song today. Um, so originally, I had Looking for Trouble on here. Um, but so a couple reasons why I I why I took it off is. So obviously, like looking for trouble was when the lead up to uh, my beautiful dark to fantasy. Kanye was doing the Good Friday drops where he was dropping tracks every Friday, which became the Good Friday's mixtape. And some of the songs ended up on the album, like Monster came out, and uh, Devil in a New Dress without the Ross verse, and uh, like the Joy came out, which obviously ended up on Watch the Throne. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, I don't have any Watch the Throne songs on here, so I'll, I'll probably get that too. Um, uh i didn't have it on that because it's and it's also on um cole's album or cole's mixtape uh friday night lights friday night lights so i was and it's i don't think it's on streaming so i wanted to have the whole thing on streaming so that's why i kind of removed it but like that's a great posse cut like everyone does their thing on it it's cole pusha big sean yay um like cole just goes absolutely off at the end too like it's it's a dope track and and the good fridays have a lot of good tracks too um so paul was another one the runaway love remix with justin bieber and raekwon aspire like so much so much fire shit christmas um, in harlem christmas in harlem yeah dude and, and then the christmas harlem like mega mix with like 50 people on it is fire too <laughs> um so i had looking for trouble in the deluxe again that if it was on streaming in some capacity i probably would have put that on there Instead of violent crimes, I probably would have bumped it, bumped it out. But obviously, here we are. So then I also have uh, "See Me Now," which is obviously from uh, "My Beautiful Darkness of Fantasy" as well. Um, it was one of my favorite Big Sean verses, and at first when he was first popping off, um, like it was like one of the first. I was like, "Yo, Big!" Sh-, like who? I heard Big Sean. He had uh, a couple <laughs> tracks. And then um, it was on this album, and I was like, yo, he's on Kanye's album? Like, I gotta check this guy out. And then he obviously dropped Finally Famous, like, not too long after this, I think 2012. But um, but I love that song. It's more nostalgic, and it's kind of like, it's an upbeat song, you know, like, everyone's doing their thing, but it's, uh, it's a dope track. Um, hey, Beyonce on that, too? Yeah, Beyonce sings the hook on it. That's another, uh, that's another Good Friday release, too, I believe. Uh, I don't think so, actually. No? Pretty sure. No word. Because I, I can't think where I heard it. Is that so? That's a. It's a, it's, a, it's a deluxe on my beautiful darkness of fantasy. So no, when actually, it first came okay. out, you actually had to buy the whole album on iTunes to get it, or you had to get the CD. And I actually had both. So <laughs> that's probably why I related to Friday. Then I got you. Yeah, and also I think it's a pretty deep cut. Like it's a forgotten track, but it's definitely it's, it's fire. Um, I just want to look at the Good Friday mixtape track list. Yeah, it's, so it's Power Remix, Runaway Love Remix, Devil New Dress, Good Friday, Lord, 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 So Appalled, Christian Dior, Denim Flow, Don't Stop, Take One for the mm. Team, Don't Look Down, The Joy, Looking for Trouble, and Chain Heavy. And Chain Heavy is so fire. So there's a lot of good cuts on that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, and then back on my deluxe. So I have looking for trouble. See me now. I have mercy on here, um, which I was surprised Keenan you, and maybe Kyle, you'll have it, but, um, I'm surprised we didn't talk about the cruel summer era either, but obviously I think that's a signature track from that era. That was a huge hit. Um, it's a crazy ass song. Um, you could debate who has the best verse on it. Um, Catch up to my campaign, coop the color of man, some It's low key two chains, but um, but uh, funny you say that because we got a we still got a pod to do featuring that song and the verses. So yes, yeah, a little preview for you, a little preview for you, a little preview. Um, so I had so I had mercy on it too. Um, that was just like a crazy song, and then from Donda, I actually have remote on here with. Uh, Young Thug and Kid Cudi. I really fuck with that song. Um, I love Thug's verse on it. And obviously, it's one of the last Cudi Kanye collabs because their whole beef that's going on right now. So um, that was my deluxe. So six, 16 songs for my deluxe version. And then I'll probably use the cover, I think, that I uh, that I had for the deluxe to use. It's just like a picture of Kanye's chest. So you just see his neck and it has a chain around his neck that says Saint. Okay. So, it's he posted on his Instagram around Donna time and it's obviously been deleted since, but it's a hard ass photo. So, um, but yeah, that, uh, that wraps up my album. Okay. I love it. Uh, yours feels like a real Kanye album and the title yeah, I, Yeezy I, does it fits. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it would fit. It was that, it was between that or over easy. <laughs> over easy. I like that. I like that. I like that too. I I, I'm sticking with, I'm sticking with Yeezy does it. There we go. I definitely want to hear Andrews in full because Keenan sounds pretty cohesive and uh, like he's got some pretty popular tracks on there. And like you said, you got more deep cuts. So I kind of want to hear how your album flows. So I can't wait for y'all to post that. I think, I think the first half of my album, like up to like, probably like the first nine or 10 songs. Yeah. Kind of really, really goes, goes well. And then I just kind of like, through the wire of violent crimes down from Sierra Leone is a little janky as far as like ordering, but you know, then we obviously close it with St. Pablo. So it's, but I, I think you'll be surprised at kind of how good the, the first half of the album fits. So I'm also excited to, to listen to your honesty. Your and without further ado, Mr. Kyle. All right. All right. All right. So let's, uh, let's go with the album name first. Okay. So obviously he starts with, college dropout mm-hmm. then it goes to registration another college theme album then it's graduation another college theme album here's some trivia for both of you do y'all know what the fourth album was supposed to be named instead of 808s Ooh, that i don't that's feel like that's an andrew question yeah chance, I, chance says it in his ultralight beam verse i believe Hit oh, me with, so I don't know. Does he, if that's the case, then I can go through his ultralight beam. For... But I'll tell you right now. Obviously, Kanye lost his mom in between graduation and 808s. Thus, why we got 808s. Yeah. Um. But his fourth album. This was his original plan. I remember seeing this. I don't know if y'all used to watch the Sucker Free Sunday hip hop countdowns on MTV, but they used to have like little factoids on the bottom. And uh, I think it was around late registration or college dropout, one of those first two early ones. Kanye said third album is going to be called Graduation, and then his fourth album was going to be called Good Ass Job. And then he was going to oh, let's say that it was Good Ass Job with Chance Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, so yes, it was yes. Good Ass Job, and he said he was supposedly going to retire. Who knows if that actually would have happened? And uh, so that's going to be my album name, Good Ass Job. 
Nice. I do remember that. That. Yep. Now you say it, I know it. Uh, that so makes sense. I, uh, also, Chance also had the intro of his uh, of um. I can't think of the album right now. Uh, good ass intro. Off mm, of, uh, yeah. True. Definitely Kanye. Right off there. acid rap. There we go. Acid rap. So I had uh, I had a couple alternate covers. I thought about the famous GIF after uh, the the Taylor Swift incident, like the shrug, the Kanye shrug. Yeah, I, I have it mid shrug. I thought about that. The other alternate cover I was gonna have also from that night, Kanye and Amber Rose. It's Kanye drinking a bottle of Henny, which led <laughs> to the Taylor Swift moment. Also iconic picture. I really wanted that one. But uh, I settled on a, a lesser iconic photo. This was my Twitter uh, cover photo, I guess you'd call it, or uh, what would you call it? Banner. It's my Twitter banner for a little bit. And uh, this was around the Donda press time last year. And it's Yay, James Harden, Lil Baby, and some model at a Balenciaga show in France. And uh, <laughs> I'll send it to the group chat. It's Kanye with a mask on, so his face is fully covered. And it's Lil Baby and James Harden looking at him like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> it's a really, <laughs> a really funny picture. Uh, let me send that to the group chat right now so y'all see it. Oh, my goodness. I like how also when I went to select the picture, the first thing that came up was the group chat. So they knew. But just sent that. There it is. Um, oh, and then that's Andrews. I like that. Yeah, I sent I sent mine to the fire one and off on the other one in a sec. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> They're just looking at him like, "What the fuck is up with this dude?" But uh, without further ado, let's get to my track list. And this is in semi—I'll say the semi-chronological order. All right, so it kind of starts from the beginning, and then at the midway point, we kind of get out of order, and it goes more so for fit. Okay. Because uh, as we said, you know, Kanye kind of has humble beginnings, and then obviously, like like Andrew said, he gets real opulent with his shit and real lavish and you know real kanye real crazy right so track one through the wire we all have through the wire on some capacity on this yes yeah. it's a masterpiece it's one of my favorite kanye tracks i would say one of my top five kanye tracks it's beautiful uh Shit, you'd be hard pressed to find a better beat than through the wire, honestly. Like it's like like Keenan, you said it so perfectly earlier, Keenan. Like Kanye just has masterpieces where other artists just don't have that. Mm -hmm. And uh, through the wire is one. Also, <laughs> this is another one. This is one of the tracks that gave me the most fits when it came to track two and three, actually. And it's off of College Dropout, Family Business. Heavily featured in the Kanye doc, especially the first the first uh part of the Kanye doc. Beautiful song. Yes. Uh you know, Keenan, you know my <laughs> my annoyance for John Legend. John Legend is on a lot. Kanye stuff he you know he just sounds beautiful on this like he's perfect Kanye's got the choir which is you know a big part of any Kanye album really especially early Kanye mm -hmm. um that's where you can see the chance influence really is songs like this family business beautiful fucking song uh yeah Yo, your son makes a team this year 
They say one tall enough. Connie's <laughs> <laughs> saying a bunch of wild shit on the song too. Like he's just so honest. He's always been refreshingly honest in all of his songs. And uh, you know, like when I was listening to College Dropout growing up, Family Business wasn't really a song I'd go out of my way to listen to, but it's a song as I've grown that I've uh, I've grown to love. Yeah. Uh, track hey, this one's gonna surprise y'all, I think. Off late registration. A Houston themed song, Drive Slow, Kanye, mm. Paul Well, and I believe GLC. Yeah, GLC. Left him with a little something, 16, he was stunting. I'll be sure, nigga, with the hair all wavy. Hit Lake Shore, girls go all crazy. Hit the freeway, go at least about 80. Won't so much that summer, even had him a baby. Uh, I like it. I, it's one of the most random Kanye songs in the sense that when the song dropped, Houston was like the Houston rap scene was finally mainstream and it was just like I don't know it was popular that's when still tipping was out and Paul Wall was hot and Paul you know all the people chant all of them and then Kanye just out of nowhere Bun B, Bun B yeah Bun B Pimp C UGK uh Zero the list goes on and on Chameleonaire the whole chopping screwed wave you know we're in the middle of that and then Kanye drops this on late registration which as you guys know the rest of that album's pretty soulful and pretty like backpack hip hop sounding. Besides diamonds, obviously, and it drives slow. Like just a random traditional Houston record on there. Trade the truth as well. Just thought of sorry, go on. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kanye's got the grill in the video, and I think it's one of my favorite Kanye videos, honestly. Mm-hmm. Actually. From Drive Slow, this one just made the cut like shit, like I'd say twenty minutes before the pod, track four. Everything I am. I never rock a mink coat in a winter time like Killer Cam. I rock some mink boots in the summertime like Will I Am. Let me know if you feel it, man. Cause everything I'm not made me everything I am. Kind of common past on this beat. I made it to a jam. Cause everything I'm not made me everything I am. A- another Kanye honest track. Uh, it's him and DJ Premier. Uh, I think my album skews more towards Backpack Kanye, especially my first half of my album. And uh, this is probably actually the last track that I would say the first four are really like peak Backpack Kanye. You know, like a tribe called Quest inspired Kanye. Yeah. After everything I am, we're just going to get right into it. Because, Ken, you've had, you've got the next four tracks, if I include everything I am. You've got these tracks right here. My all-time favorite, Can't Tell Me Nothing. Under more scrutiny, and what I do, act more stupidly. Bought more jewelry, more Louis V. My mama couldn't get through to me. The drama, people suing me. I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me. Oh yeah. What more? I knew. I knew that one was gonna be on here. That was the one song I knew you were gonna have. Yeah, it's. I mean, what's, what the fuck is there to say about it? Like, I remember this came out the summer before my sophomore year. And I was never... I think I'm a bigger Kanye fan than I was growing up. Like, I listened to Kanye a lot growing up, but I wouldn't have called him my favorite rapper or anything. And now, by far, Kanye's probably, like, one of my top favorite artists of all time. Probably top five, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, Can't Tell Me Nothing. I said, like, I never, ever, ever get sick of that song. Like... I love when three or four months goes by just so I can replay that shit and <laughs> relive it again. Like, there's there's never a bad time for Can't Tell Me Nothing. Absolutely not. 
That's another song that just sounds rich. He's got the Jeezy ad-libs in the back when Jeezy was one of the hottest rappers on the planet. Like, Kanye's just a fucking genius. There's not, not much more to say about that. Yes. This is where it gets out of order chronologically because I kind of used it as an interlude, even though it's longer. This was Enan's intro. And it's Dark Fantasy, my favorite track on my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Bravery in my bravado. DJs need to listen to the models. You ain't got no fucking Yeezy in Serato. Stupid, but what the hell do I know? I'm just a shot town nigga with a nice flow. Kanye is rapping his ass off on this. Like, I think this is arguably his most underrated track. I could agree with that. Honestly, I I mean, I've, obviously I have it introed. And I think it's one of the best songs. And that's one of the first songs I think of from arguably his best album. So I, I love this song, but you don't hear it as like, cause obviously you hear like great all time intros, obviously like Meeks comes to mind and things like that. But you, I think this is like a low key, like all time great intro. That's personally. It's way too overshadowed. Like you ain't got no fucking Yeezy in your Serato. Like he, that whole song, he's just, I don't know, he kind of blacked on it. He really did. And like you said, you got the Nicki intro, which is, you know, it sets the tone for the album. For it, my really it really does. You know, it gives you that, uh, that real rich and lavish sound. Uh, we go back to graduation with the next track. This is track seven, Flashing Lights. I know it's been a while, sweetheart. We hardly talk. I was doing my thing. I know what was fair, baby, a bay, late, late. You've been all on my brain. So we all and have we all have flashing three, lights. Another three for three. So me and Keenan each had dark fantasy into flashing lights. And you know, I think it's perfect because like I said, the I They mean, flow perfectly together. <laughs> we all had flashing lights and we all had through the wire. Absolutely. They're staples. And uh I I forget who tweeted it out, but when when Drake and Kanye had their the fuck was it like that big Meech concert you see that andrew what was it drake and kanye when they did their like big Meech benefit concert and yeah or i think it was i yep. forget who tweeted it out and keenan actually said it earlier he said and i kind of alluded to it you know about five minutes ago but keenan said drake's got a lot of great songs he does not have masterpieces and i would just simplify it more like drake's got a lot of great songs he does not have a flash of lights like right he just does not. He doesn't have Can't Tell Me Nothing. If you know, Flashing Lights is such a one of one song. Mm-hmm. God's plan, bro. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention about my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Did you guys remember there's a short film involving every track to like to every track of, on my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy? There's oh, yeah. So technically, yeah, like- there's a music video for each song on the album. It's like 35 minutes and it's, it's really like a movie. Yeah. But it shit's fire, dude. Like the girl with the wings, like it's it's good. It, it so when I bought the album it came with the digital copy like on iTunes. So I have I have the video and I've seen it like a ton of times. I probably haven't watched it in 5 years, but it's it's that in itself is a masterpiece. Absolutely. And uh it's kind of weird how you can cut like Runaway, like the actual music video out of it and like that's where it comes from. So mm-hmm. Go back and I bet the whole thing's on YouTube. I might have to go back and watch that. Uh, tracks eight, nine, and ten—they're all from Lost and Throne, which I'm shocked y'all had them on your deluxe and not on your regular ones. But you know, no. glad, they, glad they made it nonetheless. But number eight, No Church in the Wild. 
Coke on a black skin made it stripe like a zebra. I call that jungle fever. You and that control the threesome, just roll the weed up until I get me some. We formed a new religion. No sins as long as there's permission. Kanye absolutely fucking blacks out on this verse. And uh Keenan, you asked earlier, does Kanye get the better of Jay on this album? Jay's first verse on here. That's one of my favorite Jay-Z verses, period. And I think I like Kanye's verse better on this. Yeah, I I love Nurture in the Wild. I was obviously it made my deluxe, so I mean it's clearly a song that I love. I love I love that song so much. Coke on her black skin made a stripe like a zebra. I call that junk feet. Like, what the fuck is like Kanye is such a fucking genie. Like, he just says the most ridiculous shit and makes it sound fly. Uh he just he has so many quotables on this album, let alone the song. This whole album, he has so many quotables. Mm-hmm. Um, so from No Church in the Wild, I go to Otis. I made Jesus walk, so I'm never going to hell. Couture level flow is never going on sale. Luxury rap, the Hermes of verses. Sophisticated ignorance, write my curses and cursive. Obviously, like... Sophisticated ignorance, write my curses and cursive. So far. As much... As you know, as great as Jay Z is on that, like that to me is a Kanye song with the you know the heavy oldest Redding samples, obviously. Um, by the way, Watch the Throne might be my favorite album of all time. I just want to say that, so a little bias here. I knew you and, had watched it. I knew you're gonna have Watch the Throne stuff on here. Yeah, like I remember when this song first dropped and Funk Flex hyped the shit out of Otis. Like, I think he like delayed it almost. Who knows, like six minutes before he actually dropped the shit, just <laughs> talking funk flex shit over it. So, you know, it was definitely a moment in time. Uh, this song was alluded to by Andrew earlier. After Otis, it's The Joy, which Kanye yep. absolutely spazzes on. They sisters, they mama named them after white bitches. So next time you see me on your One of my favorite verses, specifically verse two. Uh, you know, especially the sisters line. One named Bridget, the other named I forget how it goes, but you know, her. she named that after white bitches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Classic Kanye verse. Uh, and then from that. Shocked this didn't make anybody's didn't even make a deluxe. I am shocked by this. Closing track on Jesus, down two. Hey, 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 yo, we made the Thanksgiving. So hey, maybe we can make it to Christmas. She asked me what I wish for on my wish list. Have you ever asked your bitch for other bitches? Maybe we could <sighs> I just I like that song a lot. I like that shit a lot. But it, just, it didn't fit my album. True. Mine's more. Mine's a more soulful album. But I'm surprised this is its first mention because, you know, to me it's the the peak of Yeezus. Uh, Blood on the Leaves is my second favorite track on that. And uh, I've said this to Keenan, and I think I said it on the Drake one. How, excuse me, how Drake's dance album. Is all obviously different. It's a different sound than it ends with Jimmy Cooks, which is, you know, we'd get that on any Drake album, right? Yeah. Kind of the same here with Yeezus. Hella different sound, like a real psychedelic sound almost from Kanye. And then it ends with a traditional sounding Kanye song with Bound 2. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Wilson kills it. Yep. Then my last track. 
Uh-huh, my- honey. Feel like this fit as an album closer. It's long. It's it's fucking insane. Uh, and it's John Legend's best verse of all time. It's Blame Game. Yo, and Chris Rock's best interlude. Chris Rock at the end. Yeezy oh, talking. my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, this the one twist the hat on in the sauce. Yeezy taught me. <laughs> There's an insane story behind that Chris Rock uh, monologue at the end. If y'all want to look it up, I'm not going to get into it on the podcast. But if y'all want to look it up, insane story to uh, what that monologue is and what the genesis of it is. Uh-huh. Here comes King well, Richard. <laughs> Yeezy reposting my pussy or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, so let me go through one through twelve again. Through the wire, yeah. family business, drive slow, everything I am, can't tell me nothing, dark fantasy, which at one point was my intro to Keenan. Uh flashing lights, no church in the wild, Otis, the joy, bound to blame game. Dude, you are like I I like this I like this album a lot too. I honestly, I feel like all three of ours are different, which why this why this pod is so fun. But really- yours, yours is definitely skewed older Kanye for sure the yeah. most. Absolutely, I tried to like build a build a story for it almost like like I said, it's semi chronological. I didn't really know what else to put. It. I tried to make it like soulful Kanye because that's my favorite Kanye, um, and you know, rapping Kanye, you know, because there's some tracks where he's not really saying a whole lot, but it's still an amazing song. Uh, and you'll see that on my deluxe, what well, ones I left off. It's a pretty supersized deluxe here, actually. <laughs> but uh, Wait, you can make it fifty songs, right? You know what I mean? Like you really could. No one would. Really no could. one would hate you for it. You really could. But yeah, not. It's I've... heavily his first three albums. You know, obviously I got the three Watch the Throne tracks. Then I got that one Yeezus track, and uh, you know it ends with Blame Game. So that's two. I was shocked I only had two. My beautiful Dark Twisted. It... Band. Is Jesus the newest song you have on there, right? It is. Or 2013? It is. is. Yeah, it is. 2004 to 2013. Kyle, I have a question for you, and it might be on your deluxe. Did Roses make, I'm thinking with Family Business and Everything I Am, did Roses almost make your album by any chance? Roses from Late Registration? Mm Mm-hmm. No. Okay, I wasn't sure because you were talking about those kind of like Kanye like open songs, and Roses is one of those ones. So I wasn't sure if that almost made it or not. It's not on my deluxe, but uh, Hey Mama would have been up there and crack music. I'll actually, I'll get you guys my deluxe right now, okay? Okay. Uh, this is definitely one of the borderline tracks right here. All falls down. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Late, which is a bonus track on late registration. Ooh, and, interesting. And crack music. So those would have been the two. Keen, I'm actually shocked. Let me get back to this. Shocked that I heard him say is not on your album. It, it was in the conversation. Not even... <laughs> either because that's one of the Kanye songs I've heard you play the most it didn't fit it didn't fit in my deluxe my deluxe I kind of have like a it's more of an upbeat deluxe I mean obviously all I mean it has ultralight beam on it but after ultralight means power no church in a wild murder excellence famous due to wire it's kind of a more upbeat one mm. um so I kind of kept it with that and it was either ultralight beam or heard him say it was honestly in the conversation between but I went with ultralight beam Got you. But I really oh. like I really like heard him say. And honestly, I'm not an Adam Levine fan or a Maroon Five fan, but he does kill it. He does his thing on there, that's for sure. That's a great 
great song. So I'll start over again. All Falls Down, Late, Crack Music, Niggas in Paris, and if you're Andrew, Friends in Paris. Uh, <laughs> Brothers in Paris. <laughs> Brothers in Paris. New Day off of uh, Watch the Throne and Gotta Have It. Gotta Have It was a hard one to cut because that's such hello, a... Hello, 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 white America. That's a, it's such an insane concept that they killed with the back and forth. That's such a tough concept to do. Mm. Uh, that's another one. I mean, I'm sure it does the same thing for Apple Music with y'all, but like, obviously, since I was prepping for this album, more Kanye songs would just keep coming up on all my playlists. Mm-hmm. Gotta have it been coming up heavy all summer. And it's just like D-Wade and something. Yeah. And then uh, after Gotta Have It, Blood on the Leaves, as we've talked about earlier, and then uh, Fade, from Life of Pablo, yep. Real Friends, No par- no More Parties in L.A. Oh, I thought no that was going to be on your... Uh, I thought that was going to be on it. It's a great Kendrick verse and a great song, but I'm not, like, crazy about Ye's verses on it. You know, I don't hate them. That's one of them where it's like, eh, Kanye's just got better. You know what I mean? I feel like it better represents... I agree. Uh, I agree. I t- I'm, fair. I'm fine with that take, but I just... I did. I thought... I knew, because that's a song that I've heard you play a lot. And Kendrick absolutely I, murders it. I do love it. And I, I just want to give Fade the proper recognition it needs. Because it's not really a hip-hop song. It's a dance song. But uh-huh. it's, like, it's fucking amazing. That's an amazing song. As me and Andrew were alluding to earlier, Kanye and Dollar, they just don't miss. They really don't. And they then, uh, oh, go ahead. They, they can't. Oh, sorry. They can't miss. And a great recent collab from them is... Uh, the song called Track Six from Ty Dolla Sign's album. Oh, got- don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. I love that. So that's one of my all-time favorite songs, period. Dude, it's so fire. And then Anderson Park, it just kills it at the end. Dude, too fire. I remember when the track list for Dolla's album was out, like before it even released. And I thought it was Track Six, and I saw who was on it. I was like, Keaton, that's the one right there. I was like, I haven't even heard the song yet. I can tell you that's the best song on the album. Yes. And it- <laughs> Absolute gas. Uh, and then the last two, they actually both have the word God in them. Follow God from uh, Jesus is King, which I think is his absolute worst album, but Follow God is an amazing song. Uh, yep. I would even include Follow God remix with Push on it. And then my last song that I just added because I completely forgot about it, New God Flow. I was gonna me- I was gonna throw this on my deluxe, and I went with Mercy, but yeah, because I think of that more of a Push a T song, but yeah. I mean. You can make an argument that it's like either of theirs. They each got, I think Push has two verses, right? And then Kanye has one. So it probably is more of a Push song than Kanye. But yeah. And I guess if I had to change my uh, album cover for the deluxe, it would probably be the Kanye Henny photo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But yeah, that's my that's my track. Um, or sorry, that's my album. Uh, I can't wait to listen to it. It's it looks like a greatest hits. Like mine looks pretty mainstream, but I don't know. That shit looks fire. Do you, do you do you think so? I I mean I I like everybody's album here. Are uh, like not a lot of not like a ton of surprise. Definitely were some you know a few surprises here and there, but like pretty pretty kind of within the boundaries of what I thought you guys like the direction I thought you guys were gonna go. Yeah. Do you think Kyle that yours is a little bit older skewing just because you are a little bit older? Like, do you think that just like the time in your life when you're listening to this, obviously you're a little older than Keenan and I. Maybe that's why yours is is more old Kanye, or do you think you just you just mess with old Kanye more generally? Yeah, I would say I in general mess with old Kanye more. I definitely okay. like I would say this, like I've within the last 
It's 2022. I'd say within the last five years, I've listened to Life of Pablo more than I listened to like late registration and college dropout, mm -hmm. right? I always, always, always go through a graduation phase. Like I remember by default, like anytime I would happen to be going through Keaton's apartment, like grabbing some food or something or grabbing like a bottle of ketchup or when Keaton was in Derby, if I showed up to just say what's up, he'd have to be playing graduation and then I'd fucking be playing graduation the next week. You know what I mean? It's like my I favorite, It's my favorite Kanye album. I, I love, I just love it. It's so Wait, good. You can graduation is your favorite album. My favorite Kanye album. Graduation is my favorite Kanye album. I know that might, I don't know if that's a, I, 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 I absolutely love it. <clears throat> I think it's mine too i really do i go back and forth between my beautiful dark twisted fantasy because i listen to that a lot but i don't find my beautiful dark twisted fantasy easily digestible on re-listens i feel like i have to be in the right mood for it so i like like i said one out of 12 months maybe even two out of 12 months you can guarantee i'm gonna at least i'm gonna have like a week where i just play the fuck out of graduation it just happens it, uh, uh, i think it's the same thing as like kendrick so like if you want to go second to third album comparisons because it works perfectly uh set kendrick's second album to pimp a butterfly is the same thing as my beautiful dark twisted fantasy to me an album that stands alone sounds like nothing like it sounds like nothing else and that's my favorite kendrick album of all time it's a pure masterpiece but then next he has damn which it reminds me more of graduation in the sense of you have songs like loyalty you have songs like dna element things that you can or love things that you can just listen to and just put on and just like put in your rotation so the most fan friendly album yeah so i was gonna say it's definitely a listener friendly album so it's graduation is the same way because like you don't need to like stronger good life even good morning flashing like like all of that stuff is just like it's just easily digestible it's just great music yeah can so, i yeah. give you guys a, a crazy take sure or, not a crazy take but one that's opposite of you i think graduation is my second to least favorite kind of album and what's your least favorite jesus is king but just because you know yeah. so you wait you got like you, you like got, yay more than graduation yeah <sighs> okay so Ye jesus i understand because kanye fans are a certain way with jesus they hold that one near and dear to their hearts okay yay so okay listen i just gotta say this before before you answer andrew i just want to remind you graduation does have can't tell me nothing and flashing lights on it this, like, is, okay, this may be more say, controversial than my uh eminem take my goodness yeah so i was gonna say that my favorite Kanye song comes from one of my least favorite Kanye albums because like I was saying before, I really don't like the second half of that album that much. I really don't even come back to it. The first run is, is he, okay. I will concede it's, it's better than yay probably, but it's, I don't, I definitely don't have it. Number one, like I have my beautiful dark Twisted fantasy, um, life of Pablo and Donda and, um, college dropout Late and late registration. And Jesus. And Jesus all, uh, and watch the throne all in front of it, for sure, for sure, okay. for sure. I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let it slide. That's we've, an issue. We've been on for a while, and I could go on for 30 minutes on that. I'm gonna let it slide. I, I just think it's. I I I just thought it was really interesting that you guys. That's like your favorite kind of album, just because I've always felt. I just I dude, this this second half doesn't do enough for me. I just think, uh, like graduation, I didn't listen to it as much as my beautiful dark twisted fantasy when it first came out 
when it first came out, I did not listen to it like that, right? But it's one of those albums that you obviously just heard, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I mean, like Keenan said, there's no skips on that album to me as well. Other than uh, Drunk Hot Girls, but we'd be you know, if they would have thrown that very last, like, fine. And, you know, I think it's also the most pop Kanye album. Like, it really does just sound like mainstream and pop. But I, I, at the same time, it's very hip-hop, and it's very, you know, kind of leans into late-career Kanye with the opulent sound, right? With yeah. the Can't Tell Me Nothing and Flashing Lights. Like, they just take it. I think I love those two specific songs so much. Like, they're 12 out of 10s for me. That that takes that album over the top. It takes it over the top of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy for me, even though that's such a unique sounding album. Um, so, and you know, the first two, College Dropout and Late Registration, easily digestible albums. You know, he's got great features. He's rapping great. Uh, you know, he's a more humble Kanye, but still an honest Kanye as he's always been throughout his career. Uh, and then you know, you go after my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. And uh, and by the way, 808's a heartbreak. That's not, it's not, that's not a Kanye album I go to. So you know that didn't make it. That still would have been an older one. But you go after my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. You got Watch the Throne. I could have put eight tracks off Watch the Throne on here. Like it was hard for me to choose. Like it, <laughs> especially niggas in Paris because I think that's the most fun Kanye verse there is, right? But and I think it's iconic. But I feel like it didn't fit my album at all. I mm. felt like it was a beat uh you know it's more of a club song obviously and then after that yeah life of pablo and yeezus you know yeezus before that i i can't stand yeezus i'd never go back to it literally the only three songs i listened to on that album are the three we mentioned here today which is hold my liquor blood on the leaves and bound two uh life of pablo great album underrated as i said Uh, but you know it'd be hard to pick Oh, I left Famous off my deluxe. Famous would have been on there, too. Famous was on my original cut as well, him and Rihanna. Um, but again, I felt that was too upbeat. So there just wasn't a lot to choose from. I like Donda as an album. I think it's a great album. But, you know, those are very lengthy songs, and they don't hold a candle to his earlier cuts to me. Uh, okay. And then Ye, Ye, obviously, is like just a good album to me. So, you know, it's not so much that his newest music isn't great it's still great it just isn't as easily digestible kind of like andrew said after life of pablo really after yeezus shit gets crazy and mm. really, after my life of uh, my beautiful tired twisted fantasy that's when it really gets you know to your you might have a seven minute track here uh what's he have at the end of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy he's got lost in the world he's got you know he's got some weird shit on there you know what i mean that's and the the newer albums have more of that on those albums. So it's harder for me to listen to, but I still think they're great albums, great songs. But And also, again, it was more about fit. And some of these were just like Flashing Lights, like Can't Tell Me Nothing, like Through the Wire. They were, they were going to be on there no matter what. So there were some that were just unassailable. That was a very long, lengthy answer, but... Felt like I got uh, my point across there. You my, did. My, my thing with my beef with graduation is like I'm looking at the track list right now, and there's only like four songs I really fuck with. Champion, uh, stronger to an extent, more nostalgic. Um, can't tell me nothing and flashing lights. I like I could you could you could. Good life is is okay, but like 
like Good Morning, I want I like I wonder like Barry Bonds, Drunken Hot Girls, The Glory, Homecoming, Big Brother. I I don't need them personally. I can understand that. I can understand that. I think why I like I think those songs, while they're not necessarily like elite songs, I think they all flow with that album so well. You know what I mean? Like yeah. once you hear that first half, which is classic, which is elite, which is top tier. That second half is easy listening aside from Drunk and Hot Girls. Uh, I think Barry Bonds gets way too much flack, by the way. And I understand why it gets the flack it does. Because that's when that's when Wayne was like the fucking hottest rapper on the planet, bar none. Like him and Kanye, but Wayne was on another stratosphere. Just yeah. how much he was rapping and the quality of rap he was rapping at. Um, and then he comes in with like a 5 out of 10 verse mm-hmm. by his... But the song itself is a great song. It's a great beat. Every time I hear it, like when that first beat drops, I fucking, you know what I mean? I want to kind of dumb out. But yeah, Wheezy kind of phones in its verse, goes in with a weird flow, but I still think it's a great song. Kanye is so hard to do. Like, you know, I feel like if you asked me to do this in a year, I could give you a totally different album. You know what I mean? Just because, like, same. that's how my, his shit evolves. Like, it's just ever changing. But he's just one of the greatest artists of all time. He's so talented, but. I love you guys' albums, and I can't wait to listen to them. Absolutely. Same here. Uh, yeah, three dope albums. Uh, it's incredibly fun doing these albums. It really is. Like, I, if we could do these once a week, which would be impossible because uh, <laughs> I have a hard time fucking ordering food at a restaurant, let alone making these fucking albums. <laughs> we just have that many choices. It's it's it's, it's it fucking kills me, especially this Kanye album. As we said, this went right down to the wire. But uh, through the through the wire. Through the wire, through the wire. But no, this shit is a lot of fun. I can't wait to do it again. Uh, can't wait to listen to both your albums in full. And, you know, if this process does one thing, Keaton, you mentioned this last time, I believe, shows you how dope these artists' discography is. You know what I mean? It's so hard for us to choose from them. Uh, you know, you get to go so many different directions with it. You know, it, and it's a lot easier, as we've discussed, you know, when we've been discussing different artists to do, when an artist has, you know, a larger discography, it makes the process, yes, harder, but also easier because, man, you just have so much to choose from. Whereas if you got an artist with maybe, you know, two or three albums, maybe less, you know, you don't have much to choose from and you're probably going to have a lot of overlap. Yeah, we got some overlap on our albums, but, you know, I don't think any of our albums from each of these first two pods with Drake and Kanye... I don't think you'd look at any of the three or any of the six, I should say, and go, damn, like, oh, those are too similar. You know, I think mine and Keenan's are pretty similar tonight, but I think there's enough variance in them to where you can go like, oh, all right, I see what direction he was trying to go here. X, Y, Z. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. hundred percent. I have so much fun doing this and I love putting together these I I I do this on my own kind of to like a little bit, but doing this together, I absolutely love it. So I'm glad that we did this. I'm glad that we're gonna continue to do this. Absolutely, yeah. I'm excited for the next installment. Thank you, thank you guys for having me again. As hey, always, Keenan, go get your subway. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you guys have a good? You guys have a good night. This was the Warner Brothers podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Warner Brothers Podcast, and we are out. <laughs>